It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So we could see Latifi taking a pole here. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, ducks could fly. <laughs> I believe the second one more. <laughs> Actually, can ducks fly? Hey, wait. <laughs> ducks, ducks, ducks can fly. fly. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's race week! Again, my Miami. God. I know, we need it, man. We need it. Miami We've had yet another week off, haven't we? We have had another week off. Man, oh, I'm actually buzzing. New track as well. I cannot wait. We're going to be speaking all about the Miami Grand Prix. We filled the void between race weekends with some great content last week. We hope you love the interview of Ollie. We did, and there's going to be some even more exciting stuff coming very soon. If you're wondering, if you're watching this, the reason we're filming in the lounge, if you've seen any clips, is because actually right after this, we do have a special guest coming. But you'll find out about that next week when we fill the void once again. In today's episode, we are going to be speaking about where will some of the Formula One drivers be next season with their contracts expiring? We're going to be looking at the W Series ahead of the opening race this week in Miami. We're going to be talking about Mercedes' new parts that they're planning to bring to this race's weekend. That didn't make any sense. And we're going to be talking about the rise of Formula One in USA, finishing up with our predictions for Miami. USA! Let's get straight into it. My... Miami, the first ever race. Are you excited? I'm totally excited because not only is this another street track, it doesn't really look much like a street track. Like, we've got it behind us on the TV right now. It look, the track looks big. You know, it's not small like your, your usual street track. There's a lot of interesting bends and corners and whatnot. I know so, that they've listed it as a street track, but it's not like a Monaco street track because they no. built it like under the underpass and it goes around uh, one of the Miami Jets, I think, like training fields or something. Okay. They have clearly built this track like in the middle of a street, like over more of under underpasses, but it's not like Monaco. This is a massive track. Well, it's it's super exciting Like when you look at it. like You can tell that it's like a modern day Formula One track. It's quite colourful. There's lots of blues and like, they've got this massive Heineken sign that they've painted. And also... They've put like a fake marina in the middle. I've Have seen you seen that? that? Yeah, but with the fake boats. Water. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I like it as well. I mean, fair enough. They couldn't get water there. They've done their best. I understand why some people might not like that and think it's a rip off of Monaco or something like that. But at the end of the day, it looks aesthetically pleasing. And it's, it's really cool. It's man. modern, isn't it? And and this is the new age of Formula One. They're, they're trying to evolve and make all these tracks as cool. Yeah, and just so, as modern as they can. I mean, this is like the second track in America now. And then, you know, looking forward to 2023, we could even see a third one coming up, which is Vegas. So that's going to be three tracks in America now. 
we will definitely get into the point later on about Formula One in the USA and how it's been growing. But the Miami Grand Prix itself coming this weekend, obviously qualifying Saturday, race on Sunday, three DRS zones. And have you seen the video of the simulator, the guy going around, how long that straight is, man? Ridiculously long. That we're going to be seeing cars overtake someone and then get overtaken back and then overtake again. That is such a long straight. They're going to be, I would say they're going to be maxing out their cars on that straight. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, this track has been built for the new regulations, clearly, and it's been built with amazing DRS zones. So full, full speed. Full speed ahead. <laughs> Three DRS zones, 19 corners, 57 laps. Whoa! The first Grand Prix for Miami, and it is going to be an incredible race. Now, not only is it the first Grand Prix in Miami, um, you know, for Formula One, it's also the first Grand Prix of the season for the W Series, kicking off their eight-race well, they've got eight races this season and they kick okay. off in Miami, which is really cool. Sky Sports are going to be covering the W Series. And I think we should get into it a little bit because we met Naomi, didn't we? And yeah. She, she's like a big face of that. She's a racer as well. Great person. Let's she's just awesome. dive. Let's dive straight into the W Series. What do you know about the W Series so far, Fab? Well, Jake, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot. So I feel like this is going to be a lesson for myself today. Okay, I want, well, you, I want you to hit give me. you a lesson. I'm happy to give you a lesson. I've studied the W Series ever since I found out that this was going to be a thing because I just was really fascinated by it. When was that, this morning? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, the W Series is starting this weekend. And just to give you a quick overview, I'm going to read you the website's bio on W Series website. W Series is a free-to-enter championship launched in October 2018 that provides equal opportunities for women and eliminates the financial barriers that have historically prevented them from progressing to the upper echelons of motorsport. Wow, what does echelons mean? I don't know if that's is that even how you pronounce, pronounce it. it? Is, Let me see the word. Echelons. Echel- I don't know. It looks, it looks, it looks like, like echelons. It says echelons. Come on, give me some credit. Echelons, nice. Now, one of the coolest things I found out about W Series is it looks like it's, well, it's a free to enter competition, so you don't have to have a rich family to get in. Okay. It's all done on driver merit. Love that. Which is great. I love that. All the cars are equal. Oh, really? All the cars are completely equal. No team has more more money than the other. See, now that is something that we've spoken about that maybe the F1 should be doing that. Mm, really interesting. So no one's going to be at an, an, an advantage and no one's going to be at a disadvantage. So it's purely down to the driver. Yes. And <sighs> one thing I'm not sure, we need to ask Naomi about this if we get to see her again. We are going to try and get her on the podcast. That would be amazing. Uh. I think the teams are chosen at random. And I think they're almost drafted. Like all the drivers in a part. And then they pick them out, which I also think is seriously cool. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I think that's how they picked the W Series. We teams. spoke about this. And I, was, I think the question I asked you was, is that at the start of the season and they're with that team for the rest of the season? Or is that like, does it change per race? This could be one of our pit stop But I think they might get drafted. And it's like just random people on random teams. And then it made me think, like, imagine they did that in Formula One. Like, imagine at the end of the season, all 20 drivers got put into a pot and they just pulled out two for like McLaren next year. They pulled out two for Mercedes next year. Mm. How sick would that be? God, that would be juicy. It would be amazing, but then it would like wipe out all the financial gains that are currently in Formula One, I guess. Because there's benefits to having richer teams and not, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, F1's like an untouchable sport now. It's like football. Like you could never really change the fundamental... You couldn't change the fundamentals of football too much, right? No. I mean, I know they've introduced VAR, 
But go on, fam. Here we so go. Much. This thank is someone who so nothing about Lovely. football. What else do you know? What else have they done in football? Nothing really. I don't know anything else about football. What does what? VAR stand for? Virtual assisted reality. <laughs> no, <laughs> virtually assisted referee. <laughs> no, close. Come on, video, video, and rice. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not video a assistant referee. Video assistant. Well, it should be and now virtual. I'm thinking that's not right. Maybe I've gone blind as well. But if I don't know what it is, we are fucked. All no, right. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. You are right though. Yeah, Formula you can't, One is like on a curve where. Yeah, you can't. You can't change it. Man. There's not going to be. You can't change it. Significant changes coming in to mm. Formula One anytime soon. However, there is a significant change coming in in 2026. Bloody hell! Go Audi on. and Porsche. No. Confirmed? Confirmed. Shut up. 2026, Audi and Porsche coming together from the Volkswagen Group. They will be in Formula One. They will be a combined team and they're joining in 2026 because that is when Formula One is going to be using 100% sustainable energy. And they want that to align with their brand, and, you know, going green. And sustainable energy. So does that mean like, uh, I mean, how? How can they're you, not? I don't think how, they're going to be electric. I just think they're no, going to be like... it couldn't be. It'd have to be like a sustainable fuel, but what is that? I'm sure we'll cover exactly. that in another episode once we've done a little bit more research. Water-powered engine. At the moment, I've only got one line off Google to read. <laughs> Maybe it's the orange juice that I said that they're putting in the engine that make it go faster. Maybe it's gonna, they're going to run purely on orange juice now. Really? Mm. That's actually... Do you know what? We should find out because that would I mean, be, be crazy. All I know is that if I'm hungover on a Sunday, orange juice is the only thing that gets me through that Sunday. <laughs> it's like <laughs> rocket fuel. <laughs> So maybe it's the same. It's got to be orange juice. Cars. Then you've broken the you've broken the code. Weirdly, my predictions always seem to go quite right. So I guarantee that they're putting orange juice in those cars. We have got some predictions to bring you at the end of these episodes. Me and Fab have no idea what we've chosen, so I'm excited to see what he said. But yeah, back to the W series. One of my main things about the W series, and one of the things I love about it, is I see honestly no reason why a female driver couldn't end up in Formula One winning the world championship. Like, I see absolutely no reason. Mm. Again, I seem to reference football quite a lot for someone who doesn't know anything about football, but I guess you can see why there would be a women's football and a men's football, because genetically, I guess... It's a lot more physical, right? Genetically, You're pushing everyone off the ball and... I guess, yeah. yeah men could 100%. be like stronger than women. But in a racing car, I don't... I don't it doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't have women in F1. So the only reason they're not there now, and I will go through the quote on the website, is obviously W Series is a lot newer. There isn't as many opportunities to girls to do go-karting and do all this stuff that guys may have so early on. But why? I don't know. That's what, there needs to be money invested to it. There needs to be teams. There needs to be, everyone needs to support it. And there's nothing saying that W Series isn't just a start to bring you know, women through to Formula One. But I do see, honestly, no reason why a woman driver cannot be better than a man, like a man driver. To me, that makes no sense. Nah, I mean, unless there's something that we're missing, which I don't know, there always could be when we do pit stop, right? Because mm. we don't know a lot. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand it really. However, it is great that the women have their own thing going on. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's like an empowerment thing. I don't know, for women. Like maybe it's, maybe they would I just they think it's like great it. for young women all over the world, especially because this isn't financial based. So anyone can watch this and think, oh, I want to go to start go-karting when they're younger, like a young girl. And they could work their way into this because you don't have to come from a mega rich family. Yeah. This but is then, done on but then that, that should also be the same for guys. You know, it should be available. Those rules should be available for every, everyone. It would be amazing if that was available for everyone. I'm, hope, I'm hoping that W Series 
really does blow the sport up for girls and open many more opportunities. But one quote I saw on W Series website is basically no reason why women can't be in Formula One. And they said absolutely no question as there are no physical reasons why not. But this will take time, which is true because they haven't got the experience. Obviously, they haven't been given the opportunities. Not every male driver is as quick as Lewis Hamilton or Sebastian Vettel. And neither may the best W Series driver ever be as quick as multiple Formula One world champions, which is true. You're not looking at a W Series driver saying you're going to be quicker than Lewis Hamilton. Like some, they might be the best drivers ever to exist. Yeah. You know, you, you, you won't even find a guy quicker than them. Well, you had, you used to, you remember Top Gear? There used to be um, that Sabine Schmidt, I think her name was. I think she, uh, she actually passed away, which is very sad. But she was that, correct me if I'm wrong, again, you won't be able to, but she was like a German or Dutch driver and she used to do all the stuff at the Nürburgring. And she was quick, man. She took a, a, like a Ford Transit, I think it was, round the Nürburgring quicker than Jeremy Clarkson could in like a sports car. See, that's unreal, mate. Mm. And this is what excites me because it is all opportunity. Like, obviously, Lewis Hamilton is one of the greatest drivers of all time, if not the greatest driver of all time. So no one is sitting there going, a W Series driver is going to be better than Lewis Hamilton. You know, they might be. And I'd love them to be. It would be so exciting. Yeah. But what, what they're saying is they just haven't had the opportunity. And then it says it would be unreasonable to say to make such a speculative claim so early that they would be like the next world champion in Formula One. But in time, with practice and experience, we expect the best graduates from the W Series will be able to compete in Formula One on level terms with their male rivals. And I 100% agree with that. It's mad how you know all this like off the top of your head without reading it off your phone. You seem to retain information. It's off the W Series website, okay? You caught me out. Of course I didn't know any of that. I just wanted to learn it. I wanted to know what was going on. No, no, it's really cool. It's it's actually already been an an eye-opener for me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's see what happens in the future. We've got eight races in the W Series this year. We've got Miami, Barcelona, Silverstone, France, Budapest, Japan, America, and Mexico. Some of these will be before the F1 race um, in the gap when the F2 aren't racing. So, yeah, eight races. And let's hope this is the beginning for W Series. Sky Sports are going to be covering it, so they're going to be getting the coverage they deserve. And it's a really exciting time for females in motorsport who want to race. And that's why I'm really excited to speak to Naomi. I can't wait to see the cars. Yeah, definitely. I have I no idea. I haven't got a clue what they look like. And also, it's really cool that now that we, we've met Naomi and we have like a bit of a relationship going on, we have someone to root for straight off the bat. We haven't got to try and think, you know, who, who are we rooting for this year? Like, we're going to be Naomi fans all the way through. <laughs> Naomi isn't a racer. In W Series. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's not racing in W Series, mate. Why not? She doesn't do it. She's not racing in W Series. Yeah, she does. No, she is. Fuck off. What did she do? Then? She's presenting it. Fuck off. Absolutely fucking no, killed me. She I'm does crying. race in W <laughs> Series. I, I swear. I fully thought she did as well. Because like we met her and everyone was like, she raced that. And I know she has raced before. Oh, she used to race for W Series. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but she's not racing <laughs> Fucking, I'm getting my shit. fucking phone you out. You fact check that whilst I chat a bit of shit for a minute. Um, that is absolutely <laughs> that is, That's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe that. Yeah, another thing on the W Series website. All our cars are mechanic- mechanically identical and rotated after each race. And therefore, the setup will, mo- will remove any hardware advantage from the competition. <laughs> Still laughing. <laughs> 
I can. I'm trying I, to read something off Google to hide the fact that you uh, said Naomi is going to be racing in dummies. So. I can confirm. There we go. Right now, <laughs> Naomi <laughs> is not driving for W Series. <laughs> this is horrendous. Oh, that's going to be such a funny clip. Make sure you're following us on TikTok at Pitstop and Instagram at Pitstop so you can see that clip and like it. Also, we've uploaded a full-length episode onto YouTube. Go onto YouTube, type in Pitstop Jake and Fab. It will come up. Full episode with Ollie. We'd love it if you could subscribe. If everyone listening to this podcast subs to that YouTube channel after this, we might get another 100 subscribers or something. So, you know, go and subscribe. Okay, just, just to let you know, she did uh, compete in the W Series in 2019. Um... But not this year. But not this year. And, okay. and not last year. And not the year before that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Naomi. <laughs> We're all learning. It's new. We're all learning. We're all learning. I won't all take right. anything away from you. All Don't right, worry all right. about it. Anyway, what we, what's, what's, let's what's go next? back to the Formula One now. Mercedes are bringing a new part to the race this weekend. Four. How exciting is what's that? What's the new part? Have Do you guess. know? What do you reckon they've done? What's the big problem with Mercedes at the moment? Uh, the fucking car. Everything about the car. Is it the car? Russell's doing all right. Yeah, it is the car. Yeah, it probably is the car. There's some big problems with their car. Mercedes upgrades for Miami. One of the new parts expected at the inaugural... Inaugural. <laughs> inaugural. <laughs> race at Miami Gardens from the 6th to the 8th of May is a low-drag rear wing. The hope is that by reducing the aerodynamic load of the car at the rear, the porpoising will not be triggered as easily. Alrighty. So they're going to be lowering the car, I think, and adding something to the. They're going to they're going to take wing. it to West Coast Customs and slam. That, that is what they've done, isn't it? And they probably put a couple of ten-inch monitors on there as well, so they can play exhibit videos. They, I agree. They they haven't been doing shit this week. Toto's gone over there with Hamilton and Russell and they've sat in West Coast Customs with the car and just fucking spruced it up. They've put some 20-inch BBS on it. They've put a <laughs> few, few monitors. Out. They've put like a popcorn maker in the, yeah, in candy the boot. Candy floss machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, uh, Mercedes are going to make some upgrades, which you will see in my predictions at the end of the race. I think Mercedes need this now. I think Ferrari... Might bounce back this weekend and look great, but this is a track that's open to anyone. No one's raced here before. Mm, brand new for every team. So it's going to be super interesting. So we to see could who see takes... Latifi taking a pole here. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, ducks could fly. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the second one more. <laughs> Actually, can ducks fly? Hey, wait, no, I no, swear no, some ducks, ducks, ducks can, can fly. fly. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is a shit show. Jesus and the worst thing is, we've got a guest coming in about an hour, mm. and we're going to be in this same mood. So that episode's going to be an absolute joke. Bloody hell. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, Ferrari had a bad weekend last weekend. Red Bull had a 1 2. If Red Bull go and have another 1 2 at a new track and look very strong, this is the thing you've got to remember Red Bull are going to be improving their car the whole time, same as everyone else. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mercedes need it more. McLaren, hey, McLaren look good. Plus, McLaren, are they an American company? I don't know. That Zach Brown, the owner, is American, right? Uh, I don't know. Their headquarters are in England, but they're most of their headquarters are in England, aren't they? Yes. So I'm not sure. <clears throat> what team do you think out of them top four, Mercedes, McLaren, Red Bull, and Ferrari, is going to make the most major upgrades like throughout the season? Who do you think is the furthest behind? Like Mercedes are constructors champions mercedes, mercedes are definitely the furthest behind but i also think they have the team and the infrastructure to, to really bring it back out of any team mm. i would say ferrari and red bull don't need to do anything they're top 
as it it's is. It's interesting with Mercedes though, because they used up so many resources last season, right? That they didn't get as much wind tunnel time, I believe. You only get so much. Now you're really coming through and, with those um, facts today. They Jesus. spent a lot of money and a lot of resources and things last season for that championship battle. Obviously, so did Red Bull. And um, I've on. completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm trying to be serious, I just lose it. Like, I just go. Just I looked out the window and someone, I just saw someone over there and I just completely lost it. I just stare at you and I can see the oh, cogs mate, going around I've in your head. I've gone completely blank. I've gone completely <laughs> blank. Right, come on, McLaren. I think McLaren did an absolute blinding job um, at Imola, to, for, for Lando at least, to, to end up where he did. Mm. And that's partially because of the car. I mean, obviously, Lando is an absolute amazing driver. Probably, I would say, better than what I even thought he was. So, yeah, I think the combination of McLaren upping their car again this week at Miami, plus having new track advantage, Lando, no advantage yet to anyone, really. There you go. There you go. So, I mean, I, honestly, I think it's fair game for any team. Maybe we'll see Pierre Gasly up there. Who mm. would love to see that. Who we'd knows? Love that. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful for McLaren. I'm, a, I'm Ferrari through and through, but I am hopeful for McLaren this week. I like that. I remember what I was going to say. Okay, come on. Let's keep I it I was going to say that um, at what point this season, because Mercedes used up so many resources last year, if they start off bad and realise they can't compete for the championship or constructors, do they almost write off this season and start working towards next season? I mean, they've been making comments saying that it's written off already. I know it's, it's too early to say that. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. But when you've got a seven-time world championship in your car, if you can fix it, I don't think it's written off yet. I actually saw a really interesting clip, and I, I've, forgive me, I don't know the year, but it was Lewis Hamilton complaining, saying that his car was shite and that it felt like a ton of bricks and he couldn't keep up with a Renault that was in front of him. Oh, and obviously that was before that seven-year streak that they had. 2014, I think. Mm. Complete guess. Yeah, might be. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we'll have to Quick see this maths. weekend. It's going to be a great race. I love the thought that anyone can win, and that's why I cannot wait to hear your predictions. I think it's going to be interesting. All right. Like you said, we got Vegas next year, so that's three races coming to America. I saw Hamilton went on a live show, that, like on a talk show the other day, and they was he was saying like, it's strange how like America has only just started to jump on Formula One for how big America is, but. You were saying it's because they got like NASCAR and stuff. Yeah, and NASCAR. I NASCAR is their their biggest motorsport, I, I guess. Um, I think they have a lot of IndyCar over there. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. We've seen quite a few tracks pop up, you know, on on the other side of the world. So I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just trying to spread the tracks a bit more and, and have a fair game across the world. I think there's a lot of change in weather, which obviously affects the cars, the track. 
I don't know, maybe the, the, the material that they make the track from in America could be different to what they use on the other side of the world. So there's lots of like parameters and, and so smart. I know I am. I know I am. The way you look at me in the eye like that as well, it really gets me more confident. <laughs> Just stare straight it gets me going. It makes you feel like I'm a bloody, I don't know. I know everything. You do know everything. Thank you. You're, no, you're smashing it. Thank you so Drive much. survivors clearly helped the sport in America blow up. I mean, we've gained a bit of an American audience, like a small American audience. And I don't really know how, like our YouTube has more American subscribers. And that's really cool yeah, for us. Really. I never really expected. Yeah. America's also second on our Spotify. Yeah, mate. We've got like an American audience, which is great. So there's probably some people listening right now that are going to the Miami Grand Prix, mm. which is amazing. I wish we were there. And I promise you now we did everything we can. Mm. I looked on Skyscatter last night, trying to get some last minute flights and it Pricey. was just a bit too expensive, yeah. really. That's okay. We're so new. We can't be going to every race just yet. But we are going to try to go to Barcelona and then every single race after that. Enough said. <laughs> right. We are 23 minutes into today's episode. We've got a big guest coming onto the podcast today. We do. But He's actually due to turn up in about an hour. Oh, so we've got time, which is amazing. Because I just realized we forgot about one of the main things I said we were going to speak about today. What's Drivers that? contracts. Oh. Right, now this fascinated me. I saw a post on Instagram and I didn't know any of this stuff. The first thing I'm going to say is going to blow your mind. Did you know Lance Stroll is on an unknown contract of Aston Martin? Like it's not even got an expiry date. Because his dad literally just owns a team. Wow. So he's just signed for however long he wants to be there pretty much. Wow. But there's no date on it. Didn't know that. Crazy. <laughs> Lance Stroll. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. But it makes complete sense. And can you tell me any of the other drivers that are out of contract this year? There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight yeah. drivers on the grid are out of contract this a, year. I saw a bloody graphic on it. It's probably what I'm staring at. Yeah. Yeah, from the same Instagram page. Probably. It's a nice graphic, to be fair. Yuki Sonoda, mm -hmm. Fernando Alonso, Sergio Perez. Perez. Sebastian Vettel, Joe, Latifi, Alban, Schumacher. Joe. All out of contract. Joe, understandable. Rookie. Got Joe's to, definitely going to be there next season. Got to see how he gets on. I think he'll definitely be there next season. Um, Points in his first race. What about Sainz? Sainz is next year, no? Uh, Carlos Sainz is 2024. Okay. So still time on that. All right. Sorry, just go over them again, please. Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, Sebastian. Well, you've got to think, even though they got out of contract, a lot of these drivers are going to stay. There's not going to be seven new drivers. No, 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 no. I mean, Piastri will almost certainly be in F1 I mean, I suppose I, I get it with Sebastian Vettel because he is a bit of an old bull now. Well, we have got people on the grid now that are going to start looking like they're going to retire. As sad as it is, we, there is people on the grid and yeah, there's yeah. so many young people coming through. You we are lost, going to see retirements. Lost Raikkonen last year. But what do you think about Gasly? Because if Sergio Perez is running out yeah. at the end of the season... Yeah, yeah. Well, I see that as, as quite exciting. Do you not think, like, at the end of last season, Red Bull would have gone, we won the Constructors, let's just give Checo another contract. He knows his contract's running out at the end of the well, season. Well, that's what this year is. What, is this, like, make or break for Checo? I would say so. But then he's doing everything he could possibly be asked to do. I mean, 1-2 last weekend, he's had poles this season. He's a great driver. Yeah, yeah, but again, we're only four or five races in. Like we'll see what happens with Checo. I mean, if he if he drops off halfway through, then I'd say the door is is fully open for Gasly. Your opinion right now? Mm. If you put Gasly and Checo in the exact same car and said do five laps, who would get oh, the quickest lap? This is so difficult. Who get quickest lap? Checo's got more experience than a Red Bull. <laughs> Come on, 
God, just give, imagine they both got the same amount of experience. Who's the better driver, Checo or Gasly? Oh, I don't. Oh, that's so hard. It's so hard. Gasly, because I like him. Yeah, interesting. I mean, Checo's probably a little bit more experienced at the moment, but I, I do agree. I think Checo's probably. No, I think Gasly probably fits that gap more. They're all world class drivers. The only qualm that I have with that, and I've said this before, is like you can't have like two young, hungry guys going for the win every day on the same team. Like mm. you have to have a driver who is essentially the wingman. And as brutal as it is, that's kind of what Checo is to Which, Max Verstappen. Yeah, I feel like Checo's pretty happy to be in a one-two. Like, can you actually realistically see Gasly and Verstappen on the same team? I don't know if that works. I would, lo- I would love... For- I would love it, but when you say that, yeah, it hits me and it's like, probably not. But I would love to see... I hope it happens. I would love to see Gasly at a better team. So if Mercedes do turn this around Replacing and carry Daniel on... Replacing Daniel Ricciardo at McLaren with Norris. What about that? Say again? Gasly replaces Daniel Ricciardo at McLaren. That... I could see Gasly and That Norris. could work. That, that but could I love work. Danny Rick. I wouldn't want that mean to be then the end of Danny Rick. I would want mm. Danny Rick to stay, but there is seven drivers with contracts expiring. Yeah. And then you've got Oscar Piastri. Is he going to replace Fernando Alonso at the end of the season? Does Fernando Alonso retire at the end of the season? Do you think Alonso's... Like you said, Alonso's just going to race forever. He loves Alonso it. Alonso will be out there in his wheelchair when he's 106. <laughs> he'll have DRS in his wheelchair and he'll be going for it still. I could see Piastri in Formula 1 before the end of the season to be honest. <laughs> I'm not sure where, but you have got Latifi and Albon, both Williams, whose contracts expire in this season. So clearly Williams aren't sure. It would be nice to see Williams do better again. Yeah, I would love it. Mm. You, you want everyone to be right up there, really. The more teams competing for every week, the better season it's going to be for everyone. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's ultimately, ultimately what you want to accomplish. Yuki Tsunoda, contract expires at the end of the season, but he did great last week. I think he's fine. I think the only real people on the grid that won't be here next season are probably, if I had to make a prediction and say these drivers probably won't be in the F1 next season, sadly, I think it might be the end for Nicholas Satifi. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised whether I mean, one way or another. I don't think it's just you that thinks that. So <laughs> we're okay. We're okay. all right. All right. Okay. Okay. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I don't know who else. I guess it just depends on retirements. Vettel and Alonso. Yeah, who knows? I, I, I could see Alonso going, really. And it's not good, though, isn't he? It, no, it's not sad, man. He's, he's had, actually probably doing better this season than he has for like the last three or four. Man, Alonso has carved a legacy through the F1. So if he goes tomorrow, happy. Do you know what I mean? You reckon? But I'd love for him to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, then. Give us your predictions for the Miami race weekend. All right. Miami, Miami race weekend. I want to say that I thought a lot about this. I didn't. I rushed I don't, him. I don't think about any of my predictions. I kind of just blurt out the first three names that come to my head. That's probably usually why it's the same three drivers on the podium every time. <laughs> I've gone for pretty out there predictions today. All right. Well, I've got Verstappen first. You've got oh, Verstappen first? Nice. Yeah. Okay. I've got George Russell first. Okay. Yeah. All righty. He's been a great driver all year so far. Mm. Top five in every race. Mercedes bringing new If Mercedes have upgraded parts. their car, a young, hungry driver has probably studied that track more than someone who's got a lot more going on in their life. I'm hungry. So, are you? Yeah. We just had food. I know. Let's get some more after this. <laughs> yeah, All I'm right. going George Russell first. In second place, I've got Leclerc. I've gone Verstappen. Second. All right. And in third? Lando. I wanted to put Lando, but I put Kevin Magnussen. Oh, yeah. All right. I just think 
I just think anyone with that Ferrari engine can be up there. Yeah, be yeah, no, fair enough. I wanted to put Lando in there, um, but I just didn't. <laughs> I just went to Kevin <laughs> Magnussen today. I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out there with my predictions this weekend. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I, li- I like it a lot. <laughs> my name is Ke- You guys <laughs> listening right now, send your top three predictions into Pit Stop on Instagram. If you haven't already followed the podcast, please do hit the follow button. Subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be back on Monday morning with our after race thoughts. We know some of you guys wanted longer podcasts. They are coming. The one we're about to film straight after this is going to be a long one with a guest. But yeah, we'll be back on Monday. We hope you all enjoy the Miami Grand Prix. Good luck with your predictions. Let's do this, George Russell. Come on, Lando. You've got this. I would love to see Lando. Makes me want to change my prediction. Yeah, good luck to Naomi (laughs) in her first race of the W Series. You bring that up again. Uh, We'll see you guys on Monday. Sorry, Naomi. Bye. Spirit Studios.